Hi, and welcome to the Adventure Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Lucas, and in this podcast, we talk with Ed Malcolm and discuss a broad range of topics from travel to dining to business advice and more. We will also be sitting down with special guests who have expertise in all walks of life to provide insight and perspective in areas we are passionate about. We hope you enjoy and come along for an exciting adventure. All right, so hello everybody and welcome back to the Adventure Podcast. Uh, I'm sitting down again with Ed Malcolm today and we're going to discuss uh, the Adventure name and the Adventure group and where that came about and a lot of your exploits in the outdoors. So Ed, it's good to see you again. I'm glad we could sit down for another one of these episodes. Thanks for having me, Justin. Looking forward to it. So first things first, Adventure, I mean, we all know your name is Ed Malcolm and there's a good play on words there, but where did the name come from? How did that come about in the first place? It's an interesting story because a group of us were mountain biking. The Goat Creek Trail started just above Canmore there near Holling Peak and rode down to the Bam Springs golf course. And just about as we were finished, a good friend of mine, Jan O'Brien, who is one of the funniest people in the world, she just looks at me and goes, why don't we call this the Adventure Group? And a number of us have been going out for several years and she's one of those people, these things just pop in her head. And uh, I go, wow, that's a, that's a cool idea. From there, it eventually morphed into being able to get it uh, registered corporately for my uh, for my business. That's where we are today. Yeah, that's hilarious. I had always thought that uh, it was it was your inception in the first place that brought it together. But speaking of this group, then and Jen being one of them, uh, how long has the group been together now? Firstly, I should mention Justin that the uh, adventure group is a is a group of people that we. Uh, kind of base ourselves out of my Canmore property and head out from there. In the summertime, we hike and occasionally mountain bike. In the wintertime, we snowshoe predominantly and also do some cross-country skiing. Probably been around 10 years, give or mind, take in the, in the format that we're in now. It's a group of people from all walks of my life, my lifelong friends, school buddies, work colleagues, and then friends of friends. There's probably 50 people in the group, but typically we'll get five to ten we've had as many as 25 to 30 people including the dogs we have to count them they're a very important part of the group unfortunately uh, i have a blog that i do i only started about four years ago which is too bad because i would have loved to have recorded all the different hikes overall all the years that we've been hiking well and so this is an outdoor adventure group and made up of a bunch of your you know old friends from different walks of life that's very cool and i see i follow you on instagram and is, is your instagram just at ed malcolm Yes, it is. Yeah. So if you follow Ed on Instagram, he posts a lot of his adventure pics on there as well with his group of friends. So how do you kind of determine what trails to do with the group? Are you kind of all like-minded that way or does someone take turns planning it or how does it work? It's a great question because I always like to involve other people. I've always been a collaborative person, but what I found over the years is that 99.9% of the people just want to get an email on Monday or Tuesday of the week prior and figure out where we're going, figure out if they can make it and if the hike appeals to them. Having said that, a couple of members of the group, uh, Craig McDougall and Dave Bamber, have started to pitch in uh, on the selection of trails, which is kind of nice to get a bit of a diversity of opinions, but generally people are, are never disappointed. They're just happy to be out there. We try to mix up the trails that we do. There's so many in the area between Kananaskis and Canmore and, and Banff and Lake Louise, and that is just unbelievable. My goal is to get them all on my blog, but it's, uh, you know, it's a big job. And we, we rotate between moderate trails and more challenging trails and 
repeating trails and trying new trails. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great way to go about it. Obviously, you guys enjoy it quite a bit. You've been doing it for a while now at this point, but why do you think this group maybe in particular enjoys uh, hiking or just outdoor adventures like that so much? It's a great question because sometimes when you're grinding up a hill, you ask yourself, why are we out here? Are we actually enjoying this? But because some of the hikes are extremely challenging, but not overly dangerous. I think breathing in the mountain air just has a, a special feeling to it. Being outdoors probably releases, uh, on a scientific basis, which I'm not a scientist, releases a specific hormone in, the, in people's brain. People enjoy the exercise. They, they, they love the workout. Uh, they love the views. I mean, this place we live is one of the most spectacular places in the world, and I hope people don't take it for granted. I've lived here my whole life, and uh, I don't think I'll, I'll ever take it for granted. But I think at the end of the day, a lot of what brings people out is the camaraderie of the group. It's a group of like-minded people, and we talk about the uh, demise of the flames and, uh, and the stampeders and business and family and politics and everything in between. So we've got some real characters in the group that, uh, that make it a great joy to be together. Absolutely. Well, speaking of that group, first of all, I'd like to mention, I think that uh, Flame's comment is a little bit too soon. I think we're all still a little heartbroken over that uh, battle <laughs> yeah, of good, Alberta good, loss. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good uh, that's a good group idea to have. A, you, do you guys have a bit of a group mantra for yourselves? We do. One of our members, Ian Gregory, uh, has to be mentioned in this podcast because Ian's one of those characters. He's been a a great addition to the group and he came up with a saying that we'd be grinding up a hill and no matter where we are on the on the grind up the hill he's come up with a saying we're a third of the way there and it's especially funny when we'll be coming down the hill and you're not busting along anymore and other groups are coming up the hill and they think they're near the top and they ask us how far they are and you know go you're a third of the way there <laughs> so it's a it's a it's a lot of fun and just just adds to the camaraderie of the group and people use it all the time now no matter where we are on the trail if somebody asks where we are somebody will blurt out we're a third of the way there <laughs> that's awesome is there maybe you could list uh, a couple of the trails that you've done recently with the group just ones that stick out in your mind maybe i've been seeing a lot of the pictures interesting story the two that come immediately to mind are last year we discovered through a friend of Dave Bambers that there was a hike that you leave from right in Canmore and you know and how we didn't know about this is almost unbelievable it's called Grassy Knob it's a challenging hike um, but it's a it's a great hike you get up there and you've got an amazing view of the three sisters it looks like you can reach right out and touch them and you think to yourself how the heck did we not know this hike is like a five minute drive from my house so it's just kind of boggling that we stumble upon these things. The other one that we did recently was Heart Mountain. Uh, it's as tough as a hike as you'll get out there. You know, it, it is a bit challenging, maybe potentially dangerous on the front. I had a good friend recently, Jeff Tetz, that did it by himself, and he got lost going up the top off to the right, and I've had other friends that have had that same challenge, so you have to be really careful on that one. It's five and a half hours, so it's a real workout on the body. It's one of those ones when you do it, you think, okay, I've checked the box, I don't need to do this ever again. But yeah. then, you know, your memory fades on you, and five years later you think, oh, it wasn't that tough, let's go do it again. Well, I think it's easy to remember the payoff at the top, you know, like a, like you say, oh, we're only a third of the way there. It's maybe a good mentality to have to keep you pushing up the hill because once you get to the top, that's where it really pays off, right? Well, it's funny you say that um, because we have a bit of a tradition started by our good friend, Mike O'Connor, that at the top when we get there, he pulls out the fireball whiskey and we have to have a, a shot of the fireball whiskey. So um, I started to carry it as backup and... Uh, 
it's it's just become a one of the fun traditions of this hiking group. Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you who are unaware, there might be a few years that separate Ed and I, but I can tell you that this man is in much better shape than I am, uh, which is quite impressive because I probably should be the one who's in a bit better shape at my age, but that's uh, that's just awesome for you and for your group that you guys keep going. Well, thanks for that, Justin. I'll, I'll deposit the money in your bank account uh, right after the <laughs> right after the meeting. Here, yeah, I, exactly. I, don't that, I don't know if that's true because I think you're you're a pretty fit guy. But it it is interesting. We have people that are in general probably range from forty to seventy years old, and a couple of our older members, Mike O'Connor and Anchai, are just in in phenomenal shape. And it's a real inspiration to the rest of us to watch these guys power their way up a a mountain and. You know, life is about health and wellness and, and joy, and uh, watching those guys brings all th- three of those things to the forefront. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. So we just talked about a few, and, and you mentioned the uh, five-and-a-half-hour hike. So how challenging are the hikes that you guys do on average? I mean, I see you guys do some of the some of the bigger ones. I assume you guys take some weekends off, hopefully, and do some smaller, easier ones. But on average, kind of how challenging are the hikes that you guys do? Generally, they're three to three to five hours. Three to four hours is sort of the sweet spot. They'll be as low as four hundred meters up to just over a, a thousand meters. Anything at, at seven eight hundred meters and above becomes fairly challenging. Most of the trails are really really well maintained, which is great. You know, we're so fortunate to live in this part of the world and. You know, one of the things that comes to mind is you think, how the heck did they come up with these trails like back in the day when they built them? It's just, it's mind-boggling to think of that, and I feel guilty that I wasn't around to help, help build them. So they are, some of them are very challenging, but we stop short of being dangerous. Like, we mm-hmm. refuse to go there. There are some that, you know, there are some tricky spots, no question, and we get into some scrambling, but we try to keep it uh, reasonable and not, not put people in the in the line of fire, so to speak. And it's interesting because the moderate hikes usually get the uh, the larger crowds out, you know, just because it Makes sense. fits a wider group of people and, uh, and people still enjoy it. Absolutely. Do you think you could pick a single most challenging hike that you've been on with this group to date? You know, probably Tent Ridge because it, it is one that does uh, introduce an element of, of danger. Uh, there's a, a cliff you got to climb up that... You know, sort of assist each other to get up there and there's some shale spots and it's just a it's just a long 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 hike so that's that's definitely one of the more uh, more challenging ones but you know for a future podcaster we'll 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 go through the top five or ten uh, trails yeah yeah absolutely that would be a fun one to do for sure um, a question I definitely want to ask you you know being out there so much and we have provincial and national parks that are out there that I assume you're going in some of the time. So there's wildlife out there, you know, you're outdoors, you're not in the city. Um, have you had any run-ins with any animals that have been a, a problem for you, any precarious situations? Well, I'm, I'm going to answer the question in two parts because people always ask me, is it dangerous being out there? And I say, yes, it's very dangerous going into the outdoors. Two-thirds of it is very dangerous. The third where you drive up to the trail and the third where you drive home. The highway up there is often packed with people and some crazy drivers. So if you can get to the trailhead and get home, uh, you've avoided most of the danger. But, you know, that aside, we run into wildlife all the time, yeah, either on the, the drive up or back, uh, especially on the Spray Lakes Road. You get a lot, of, mm-hmm. a lot of bears up there. You get a lot of moose up there. We've run into bears on trail four or five, six times. 
often with cubs, but never an issue. Fortunately, we haven't come upon them and startled them, and it's quite majestic to watch uh, a bear with a, you know, with its cub just eating and kind of looking at you and saying, you know, you do your thing, we'll do our thing. And we did have one incident with my my wife and my daughter where a, a bear saw us and went firing off, kind of sideways to us and then up into a. Uh, some trees above us, about 100 feet above us, and turned looking at us through the trees. And I think the bear was more scared of us, but others might interpret it that it was stalking us, but it, it definitely wasn't. It just ran off and uh, and was kind of hoping that we would move on, which we did. We turned around and, and went back on that occasion. But I, I always insist that people carry bear spray. Uh, it's just, it should not be out in the backcountry without that, out of respect for yourself, your fellow hikers, and, and the wildlife. Um, I actually have had to use it one time. We got charged twice by a by a deer of all things out hiking in uh, in the Cologne area. So you never never know when you're gonna have to use it. Thankfully, the the one animal that I'm most concerned about is is a cougar. But by hiking in in larger groups, uh, you know that's a, a measure of prevention that's that's very important. Uh, we need to we need to bring back everybody safely. Absolutely, and that is a great reason to get a, a good group of people together that you want to do these with. And you were saying that for about the last four or five years now, you've been doing your website, The Adventure Blog. And although you wish you had been doing it for even longer, there are a number of, of different stories and, and pictures from your hikes with these people that, that are really exciting to read on your, on your website. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, the blog, blog has been a lot of fun. Um, it's very simple. We just have uh, four different categories. And... If I'm doing a hike that we haven't done before that's not on my blog, I find I have to go to five or ten or even ten to fifteen different blog sites to uh, find out information I want to about the trail. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I try to put things on there like how the trail was named, which most sites don't have. It's often hard to find, but I think it's an important part of our heritage. Another thing is with a lot of these sites, it doesn't tell you how to get to the trailhead. Well, if you can't get to the trailhead, it's pretty, pretty tough to do that outdoor adventure. So simple things like that, just bullet points put a few pictures in there and you know I've got really good feedback people find it a very useful tool to figure out where to go and and what they're going to face when they get out in the trail absolutely and that was adventureblog.com correct sure is yeah awesome well Ed I think we're at our time here but it was a pleasure to sit down and talk to you about this topic today I know that it's something that you're you're very excited about, very passionate about, and hopefully that you get to keep doing for many years to come. So thanks again for sitting down. Yeah, thanks for having me, Justin. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Adventure Podcast. Make sure to check back for future episodes with special guests and more topics pertaining to experiences and passions we have in life. We'll see you on the next adventure.